I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we're recording on today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. I extend my respect to their elders past, present and emerging, and any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander listeners that we have joining us. Sovereignty has never been ceded. This always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I have a mantra that I say to the universe often is, if you open the door, I'll walk through it. And that is just a trust thing for me. It's like, I'm open-minded to what my life is going to look like. Obviously, I have the goals and the end vision, but I'm open to how that goes. This is Life Chats deep and meaningful conversations with friends and strangers. Okay, so this is the first solo episode that I have done on Live Chats and I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling a little nervous because it's just so nice when you have a guest and they lead the conversation and I become enthralled in their story and I can kind of just listen and soak up all the information and be really curious. But something about myself talking for half an hour is a little unnerving and slightly overwhelming. And I think that's a good thing if I'm out of my comfort zone and out of my usual norm, it's good for me. But I hope these episodes can be really valuable for you as well. And the whole purpose of me starting to do solo episodes as well as the guest episodes is that I would love for you to know more about me and for us to have more of a connection. I feel that I'm always so hesitant to put myself in the episodes, to cut any reels with my face in it, because as a journalist at heart, the stories are never about me. And that's something that I like to really remind myself about is that it's about the guests and it's about their story and it's about creating a safe environment for them. So I've been reluctant to kind of share my story and share any sort of insights into my personal life. And what we'll get into later in the episode is just my complete obsession with perfectionism as well, which can be a total barrier to any creative if you're listening and you're a creative, you'll understand it can be extremely challenging to push through perfectionism. And when you're on social media, perfectionism seems attainable. Like you can edit your content, you can curate your feeds, you can face tune yourself to look perfect. And I think that can be such a barrier to just creating authentically and vulnerably. And the whole ethos of Life Chats, as you know, is that we share authentically and it's as if myself and guests are having a conversation in the privacy of our own homes and a microphone and camera has been placed in front of us. So that is something that I want to upkeep, just changing the dynamic a little bit by having these solo chats as well. So I think the best way to do this and to kick us off is that I share a bit of a life update because a lot has happened in the last six weeks. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you will be aware that I actually haven't released an episode in the last six weeks because life just got a little bit too crazy and chaotic. So it makes sense that we do a life update. And then I think from there on, episodes will just be kind of themed around things that I'm passionate about. People say I can talk underwater, so I'm sure we'll hit the 30-minute mark, but I'm going to keep these a little bit shorter than our guest episodes. So you'll be able to listen to them when you're on the train or on a jog or doing your grocery shopping, and it will just be quick little 
life updates into my life and, and what's happening. And there's so many things that I'm passionate about, whether it be creating, storytelling, health and wellness, the fact that I'm sober and I have been for nearly two years, manifesting, spirituality, all these themes infiltrate the episodes that I do with guests because my questions are often geared around those topics about belief systems and whether or not you're religious and the afterlife and reincarnation, all these spiritual themes. I'd love to share what I believe in as well to kind of open those conversations. And there's no judgment here. Anyone who listens to Life Chats knows you can believe anything you like and you can do anything you want with your life as long as you're a kind human. I think these conversations are just incredibly interesting and unique to have to kind of be open-minded and curious about how other people live their lives and what they believe in and what they've been through and how that's influenced who they are. So let's get into my story a little bit. Maybe I should give a little bit of a background, like recap into who I am. I'm just realizing that if you're listening to this, this might be the first time you've actually interacted with any of my content. So let me just do off the top of my head, a quick recap into who I am and who the heck you're listening to. I, my name is Georgia. I'm a journalist by trade from Sydney, Australia. I have been obsessed with storytelling since I was a child. I remember making movies and writing scripts and just doing all the things that you do as a kid, you know, doing plays and performances for my parents' guests when they would come over. I think I've always been a performer at heart. I was never really into sport as a kid. My brother did every sport under the sun, whereas I went to theatre school and it wasn't until I was about 14, I think I realised that I really didn't want to go to university. I was against kind of learning from a book, even though I was good at it. I wanted to perform and go to an acting school. So that's what I did. I left high school with a great mark. I could have basically done any degree I wanted, but I was a bit anti-establishment and I was like, I'm not going to uni, even though that's an incredibly privileged perspective to have. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to go. I wanted to just do something for me. So I went to an acting school for a few years and I think I quickly realized I enjoyed being behind the camera more than I enjoyed being in front of it. I think the perfectionism comes in there a little bit. You become obsessed. Even now I can see myself on a big screen on this podcast. And it's like, where do you look? You become hyper-focused. I think I prefer being behind the camera because it's more creative. You can kind of tell the story in a really unique way. And I just loved the producing and the directing side of things. So after I finished acting school, I decided I'm going to go into journalism because I'll get to tell stories that way and not like hard news journalism. I really enjoy long form storytelling, documentaries and filmmaking and podcasting before it was kind of really even a thing and YouTube and all those sorts of more authentic, it feels like to me, versions of storytelling where you get to really immerse yourself in that world. So I went to uni. I did journalism. I was really lucky. I got a job at Channel 10, which is one of the biggest networks. And I kind of fell into entertainment reporting and writing and the sponsorship side of things. And long story short, I did a a range of different jobs in the social media and digital media world. And then I started this podcast because I had that burning itch to kind of tell my own stories and do it in a way that felt you know, authentic, that wasn't clickbaity, that wasn't kind of trying to get as many views as possible, that wasn't influenced by ad money and ad spend. I just wanted to tell real stories and connect with people. So that's probably a little update on my career and who I am in that sense. 
who I am outside of work. I'm someone who's incredibly passionate about self-improvement. I'm such a curious person. I think I'm a lifelong learner. I love to improve my health, my wellness, my spirituality, my I enjoy reading and soaking up as much information as possible and just getting to know people in real ways. Like I had, I was in an Uber for an hour on the way here. And I think it can be really easy to put your headphones in and ignore the fact that another human being is driving you somewhere. But I like to force myself in those moments to connect and ask someone about their story and they don't have to share, but it's nice to ask. And I've had some incredible people in Ubers open up to me about who they are and what their story is. The guy on the way here was telling me that he is Uber driving because he was hit by a car and he broke his ankle and the hospital bill was $500,000 for his emergency surgery. And, you know, just telling me about his life and his upbringing. You miss the magic in the everyday moment if you close yourself off to those sorts of connections. Anyway, I'm on a bit of a tangent here. Back to who I am. I, yeah, I love exercising. I love pushing myself to do things that are kind of extreme or that people say that you can't do. And there'll be a few episodes later, I think, about my experience with sobriety. And I think I have a very addictive personality and just navigating that and what that looks like, particularly as a young person who's very social. So I like to channel my extremism or my addictions into healthy pursuits like doing an Ironman or doing a triathlon. I've not done an Ironman, but it's on my wish list. And those sorts of things take a lot of work, a lot of dedication and and effort to train for. And I find them to be one of the best things to do for my mind is to kind of have these huge goals and, and channel my energy into that. So I hope that gives you a bit of an update into who I am as a person and what you can expect from these episodes. Overall, I just want them to be a really empowering space for you to come to when you feel like you need a little bit a little bit more connection or maybe you're feeling like a lack of inspiration or hope or faith in the world. I'm not religious. These podcasts aren't religious, but I'm a deeply faithful person. I believe in humanity. I believe in the beauty of the world and the fact that we're I think here for a reason and it's up to you what you take of that and what you make of it. But this podcast will always be, despite being incredibly painful and traumatic at times, it will be an inspiring and positive space for you. Hi everyone. A quick reminder that if you are loving this chat, I would be so grateful if you could take two minutes now to jump on whatever platform you're listening to this and leave a review or share the episode you're currently listening to on social media. I'd love to see where you're listening from. If you're going for a walk, if you're at the gym on the treadmill, if you're driving, obviously don't take a photo if you're driving, but it is so incredible to see that we now have listeners from over 35 countries tuning in and the more that we grow, the bigger guests I can bring you. I am so, so grateful that you're here on this journey with me and I'm excited about the live chats that we have coming up with some absolutely inspiring guests. Thank you so much. So why am I in LA? I guess I should probably update you on that. I am here on a new job. I am going to do an entire episode on manifesting and career and that side of life because I genuinely believe I've made this happen out of sheer... (laughs) sheer hard work, but also manifesting. And it's been amazing what 
a reset or what moving overseas can do for your mind. I think I was very caught up in my routine in Australia, it not being healthy for me, working multiple jobs, sleeping four hours a night, neglecting my health mentally and physically, not exercising, basically (laughs) ignoring everything that made me feel good and kept me well and throwing it out the window in the pursuit of productivity and work. And it just became such a slippery slope. I think it can mental health can be that. You feel fine one day and it can very quickly spiral into a place where it feels so far from who you are as a person and how you want to live your life, but you can be at a loss of how to get out of it. So when they say move overseas to reset your life, that was not the plan, but the opportunity came at such a great time for me. I think it really was the circuit breaker that I needed to kind of get back to what makes me feel good. I have one job now, not four. I work my nine to five-ish. I get to bed at a reasonable time. I get to go for a walk in the morning or the afternoon and exercise and I'm cooking again and meditating and journaling and doing all these things that I just completely neglected for so long. So I think being here is one of the best things that could have happened to me this year, despite it being also one of the worst years ever. I left a really stable, incredible job earlier in the year in the pursuit of my own endeavors. I wanted to be a freelancer. I wanted to start this podcast. I was finishing my master's and it also just felt like the right time for me to leave that position, but it didn't go to plan. I basically lost all my money really quickly because I didn't plan correctly. I had to get subletters into my unit because I couldn't afford the rent. I had to move back in with my mum and dad after four years of complete independence living alone. And anyone who knows me knows I am a fiercely independent person. I love my own time. So that in and of itself was a huge adjustment. It was just an incredibly difficult time. It's like when you jump and you think you're going to fly, but you just crash land. Like that was the whole experience. And it, it lasted for months. It was just this severe stress that went on for months of having no money and having no direction and having no job and all all these things that gave me purpose and self-worth, to be honest, like having a high paying job or a high status job is a self-worth thing. It's like you get to tell people what you do for work and you love your job and you get to tell people where you live. I lived in Bondi on my own in this like lovely apartment. And all of a sudden, what felt like overnight, all those things were just stripped away And I had to really reassess who I am, what makes me worthy and where I wanted to go from there. And I think we'll talk more about this in the manifesting episode, but I'm so lucky I have some incredible people around me who just rallied at that time when I was in a really dark place and just had faith and said, we're not worried at all. Like you're worried right now because this is your life but we're not worried. And that was so reassuring. And I think having your tribe and having people who do that for you is invaluable. But one of those people who was instrumental in kind of the shift in where I was, was my auntie, who's a life coach. She worked with me over the course of a few weeks about kind of re-clarifying my goals and what I was trying to achieve at this stage in my life and what my dream life looks like and not being afraid to kind of write that down. And I wrote down the most ridiculous things that you would never think is possible, but she encouraged me to just write down exactly what I wanted. And we clarified some power words that I could kind of say, some mantras, one of them being, it happens. 
because a big fear of mine and probably a reason why I work so hard is this fear of like, it doesn't happen. Like the life that I want and the experiences that I want and the goals I want to achieve, the fear is they just don't happen. And so the flip side of that and the positive mantra was it happens. Like it just happens. My life, how I want it to evolve, it happens. Not it's going to happen or I want it to happen. It happens. So we had a few different mantras that I was repeating to myself and I was just trying to sit in the discomfort, to be honest, the discomfort of being back in with my parents and not having a job to do on a daily basis and not having any money and having to ask my parents. And thank God I was in that position where I could ask for money to put petrol in the car and pay my phone bills. But my auntie was instrumental because she outlined to me that one of the last steps in rerouting your life when you're in a period of complete and utter shambles is accepting where you're at. And that was just impossible for me. Like as someone who has a big vision and someone who's always working towards that, how could I sit back and say, I'm okay with where I'm at, even though it's basically my worst case scenario, it's disaster land. I don't have a dollar to my name and I don't have a job. And I'm 20, almost 27 in a single bed at my mom and dad's that I used to sleep in in high school. Like, I don't want to accept that. I don't want to accept that. And I'm not okay with that. But she kind of just nodded and said, yeah, like that's the last step. So, you know, let me know when you get there. And it was so painful. I think I cried for a couple of weeks, which seems so dramatic. But at the time, I really did feel like it was a rock bottom. And I don't know, I guess I just came to accept the fact and surrendered to like, this experience. I'm not going to be here forever. I can't force change. I'm obviously here for a reason. And it was like about a week later that three job offers that I had been manifesting and putting the wheels in motion for over the last few months all came through. And this being one of them, the one that I'm in LA for. I can't even explain that feeling, like getting an email and knowing, okay, you're all right. Like this is a little glimmer of hope. You might be able to get this job. Like this is, it was a complete mindset shift. And I believe it only happened because I was willing to sit in that pain and suffering and just really accept like, I'm okay. This is not going to define my life. This is not going to define who I am as a person. And yeah, long story short, I accepted this one in LA that I've been, I think, putting the wheels in motion for, for a couple of years, to be honest. I've sent lots of emails to this company. I've said, I love what you're doing. If there's ever a role for me, let me know. I've sent portfolios. I've sent roadmaps of what I would do in a role here and how I would approach things. I even applied for an internship position, which was not even half of my salary that I was on in Australia. And I was willing to do that just to get my foot in the door. Bless the CEO said, this is not your role. You're overqualified to be an intern, but I'll come back to you when there's the right role for you. And she did. So that's a bit of an update. I packed up my whole life in three weeks. I had to quit some other jobs that I said yes to. And that was why I was working so much and sleeping four hours a night because I went from having nothing and nothing to do all day other than cry and walk around the house and wonder like what I was going to do next to saying yes to three jobs because I was honestly fearful that I was going to be without opportunity again. So I said yes to everything and I was working day and night. 
but I'm here. Packed up my whole life, moved over here. I've been here for a week. I actually flew in on, if you've watched my Instagram, you'll have heard the update. I flew in on the day that there was meant to be a hurricane. It ended up being a rainy day, but classic my life. Like there was a hurricane, there was an earthquake on the same day. And then I'll spare you the details, but I actually got gastro. (laughs) So I was on the toilet for two days. Uh, That was my entrance to this country. So honestly, chaos, chaos in shoes anywhere I go, but so grateful to be here. And it's just completely surreal. Like something that has been on my vision board since I was a young teenager to now be here. And I just have such gratitude. It makes me emotional, like to walk down the street and be grateful for like a tree or I saw like the post the postman's van. And I was like, that's so cute. Like, I can't believe I'm here. Everything is novel and everything seems exciting. And I'm just so grateful to be here. I want to soak up every second of it. I have a mantra that I say to the universe often is if you open the door, I'll walk through it. And that is just a trust thing for me. It's like, I'm open-minded to what my life is going to look like. Obviously I have the goals and the end vision but I'm open to how that goes. I want to say yes to opportunities in life and I want to say yes to experiences. And I believe coming to LA was one of those doors. It was like, okay, the door's open. Now it's your turn and your chance to walk through and you can make of that what you will. So I think that's a pretty clear update as to where I am. I'm sure I'll speak more about this kind of being overseas experience in future episodes. I have found it challenging at times because I'm single and I'm staying alone. And obviously loneliness is a feeling that we all have from time to time, but particularly I think being in a foreign country with no friends really, and basically having to start again. Like I had a community that I loved in Bondi, a run club, my local barista who knew my order and, you know, all these things that give you comfort and a sense of home. And it takes time to build that. So I'm open to it taking time here, but I might do an episode on loneliness and dating and trying to be independent, but also the conflicting feelings of wanting that companionship at the same time. So they're all themes that will come in future episodes. Life Chats is in a new era. Obviously it's incredible that I'm here in America because now I have access to more guests. I'll still do remote recordings and I have to head back to Australia in October briefly. So I'll be catching up with a few guests there. And I did about 20 episodes before I flew here. So there'll be lots of Aussie guests and you'll also hear from some Aussies who are based in New York and LA. I'd love to post more on live chats in an authentic way and show you what I'm doing behind the scenes and my life over here, because up until now it's been very curated. We've had lots of reels and quotes from episodes, but I'd love to let you in on my life more and show you life chats in the wild. I think we're at that stage now where, you know, it was awesome at the start to kind of have that curated feed, but there's so many more people now. I checked the analytics just the other day and we have listeners from 35 countries, which is actually wild to me because when I started this, I had no intention of it being a global podcast that people would listen to. I really thought it would be my friends and family and people in Sydney. So it's really exciting that people are tuning in and are enjoying the conversations. 
If you have any themes that you'd like me to talk about on the future episodes, send them through. You can connect with me on the Instagram or also on my personal Instagram. I'll link both of those in the show notes. But I'd love to have like some audience questions. If you want to send in any questions about moving overseas or dating or sobriety or mental health or health and wellness or career or manifesting or any of those themes, I'd love to kind of connect with you more. Or maybe you can send me a voice note on the Life Chats Instagram and I can kind of listen to it live on the show if you don't mind being played live to our listeners. So I think I'm going to wrap up here. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening to this solo episode, I'm so grateful. Thanks for hearing me and tuning in to hear a bit more about my story and who I am. Can't wait to connect with you more and have these solo chats. It makes me feel a little bit less alone knowing that I've got people who feel like friends, who are strangers listening and who might be sharing similar experiences or take some solace listening to this, knowing that they're not alone in what they're going through. So thanks for being here. This is the first solo chat of many. Um, Thanks for listening to Life Chats. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Please let me know who you'd love to hear from next or if you have a story to share, I'd love to get in touch with you. You can connect directly with me on Instagram at Life Chats Podcast, one word. And every review and share really does help so much in the early days of building a podcast. So if you've enjoyed this conversation, please share it on social media or you can snap a pic of where you might be listening and jump onto Apple Podcasts and give us a review. I really do appreciate the support more than you know. Have a beautiful morning, afternoon or evening wherever you may be listening in the world. I'm Georgia May and this is Life Chats. Life Chats.